This is AgriPulse Drive Time, brought to you by the American Sugar Alliance, committed to a bright future for all. Learn more at sugaralliance.org. Good afternoon, I'm Ben Nully. Despite the COVID-19 pandemic, a new study commissioned by the Renewable Fuels Association says the ethanol industry generated $35 billion in gross domestic product in 2020. The industry produced the lowest amount of ethanol since 2013, but RFA President and CEO Jeff Cooper highlighted successes at the National Ethanol Conference today. But ethanol still comprised nearly 10.2% of the U.S. gasoline pool. The number of retail outlets selling E15 and flex fuels like E85 continued to grow. And ethanol exports of 1.33 billion gallons was the fourth highest volume ever. Meanwhile, the ethanol industry remained as one of the world's top manufacturers of high-protein animal feed, producing 33 million metric tons of distillers' grains and other feed co-products. The report prepared by ABF Economics says in 2020, more than 62,000 U.S. jobs were directly associated with the ethanol industry, which supported an additional 242,600 indirect and induced jobs across all sectors of the economy. It also argues the industry created $18.6 billion in household income. 2020's overall GDP contribution was 19% below 2019's GDP contribution, primarily as a result of lower output and lower prices. The Department of Agriculture is extending eviction and foreclosure moratoriums on USDA single-family housing direct and guaranteed loans. The loans will be extended through June 30th of this year, USDA Deputy Undersecretary for Rural Development Justin Maxson says the COVID-19 pandemic has triggered an almost unprecedented housing affordability crisis in the United States. A Census Bureau survey showed 8.2 million homeowners are currently behind on mortgage payments, and of that 8.2 million, 3 million homeowners behind on payments were black or Hispanic. Today's AgriPulse Drive Time is brought to you by the American Sugar Alliance. America's sugar producers are committed to a bright and sustainable future for us all. This is made possible by America's no-cost sugar policy. Learn more at sugaralliance.org. Iowa Republican Senator Chuck Grassley is inviting President Joe Biden's climate advisor, Gina McCarthy, to the Midwest. Grassley hopes to show her conservation and water quality practices farmers are already doing to help the environment. This isn't the first time I offered her help to see the Midwest perspective. Twelve years ago, when she was leading EPA, I invited Ms. McCarthy to Iowa to see American agriculture from the point of view of a family farmer. When she visited, she had the opportunity to have a close-up view of advances in the areas of agriculture and biofuels. The invite comes after McCarthy said earlier this month the administration must get the middle of the country, quote, understanding and active on climate, end quote, Quote, we need to show them what resilience looks like, she said at a policy forum organized by the Energy Storage Association. The leader of the nation's largest farm organization says there's a middle ground that can be reached on climate change between environmentalists and agricultural producers. American Farm Bureau Federation President Zippy Duvall says he hopes federal government actions on climate change won't be an attack on agriculture. There's a lot of things that can be done on climate that indirectly affects us. So I think, yes, there are going to be some things that, 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 that hit us uh, in a bad way. Uh, and I, th- I think the challenge is, is, is to keep everybody in the middle. 
and not let them go to the extreme right or left with with these policies, making sure it's good for rural communities, agriculture, and and the future of our country. Duvall says including farmer participation in climate programs should be voluntary. Farm Bureau is part of the Food and Agriculture Climate Alliance. The group has proposed some 40 ideas on how farmers can help. I can't call out all 40 of them, but maybe I can bring your attention to uh, a few of them. Uh, Building on existing NRCS programs that we already have that integrate new climate smart practices. Uh, we think that would be one. Uh, of course, all this I talk about, we are pressing hard that it be uh, voluntarily and incentive-based, that it creates another avenue of income for our farmers. Listen to more of Duvall in this week's open mic interview at agripulse.com. There you'll also find the latest agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news. In Washington, I'm Ben Nully.